Hey everybody, I'm Jordan Cox and this is the Let's Start Talking podcast. Every episode we pick the brains of BYU-Idaho students and faculty on different controversial social topics in hopes of creating a safe space, making it a little bit easier to have the hard conversations. So sit down, buckle in, and let's start talking. Racism on the BYU-Idaho campus. Yes. Is that your answer? Your final answer? Yes. Um, It's real. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think racism is the real word. Probably more ignorance. People really... There we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ignorance. Like, small town Idaho really be that way sometimes. But I think it's very diverse here, so, like... People are low-key with their racism. mm -hmm. I think with the campus being here, definitely, like, with the diversity, like, we have a lot of international students. We have Mm -hmm. a lot of people from different states. Like, I'm from California. My hometown is literally all East Indian. So, like, this isn't anything new to me. Like, I'm used to, like, diversity. I'm used Mm -hmm. to having differing views and beliefs and stuff like that. Um, So, coming here is definitely a shock for me, I feel like. Really? I can see that. I'm, like... My town, literally the same thing. Like, 85, maybe 90% white people. And it's like a college town. So, yeah. All yeah. the diverse people are, like, in schools. Yeah. But same. people are more open, though. Like, it seems like it would be conservative, but, like, it's really split half and half. In Iowa? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, people, I don't know. Like, they party, but they also go to church on Sunday. I feel that. I am that. I am baby. Yes. Baby parties and goes to church. I am baby. <laughs> so, like, what's kind of like your experience here? Because I feel like, I'll tell you, let me just, let me just like do this real quick. Yes. So, when I feel like because there's kind of like blinders worn by people here, like people like don't like to acknowledge the fact that there could be like prejudice or like racism mm-hmm. on campus. Um, I feel like they go extra out of their way to make sure that people don't feel, um, offended or not offended but so much like they don't want other people to feel like they're different than us so like one time i was talking to someone and like we're walking to class whatever and there's like an african-american person that walked past us and they like like i made sure that i like looked at them and smiled i go oh you didn't just like want to look at them and smile i don't know like i feel like i just like smile at people when i'm walking you know like i don't want them to think that i'm like looking away from them and I'm like, I think it's Don't more weird that, that you're making That's it weird. a thing yeah. to make sure you look at them, but... That's just me. genuine. Right? Just look at them. Yeah. Or don't. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> walk don't, down... <laughs> I don't walk down the street and I don't think like that. Like, I'm not like, oh, he didn't look at me. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe there's other things, like, you know, yeah, the Confederate flag, but like... <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. I feel like that should be in the honor code, if anything. Yeah. I'd like, take that crap down. I saw the Confederate flag next to the trump flag i was like what's going on here um yeah at the cove literally like on the street view they had trump conservative and then like blue america flag oh yeah black lives blue lives matter sorry but also there was like a mexican flag so i'm assuming they served their mission in mexico city or something like that (laughs) and i go how would they know how would they feel if they knew you were hanging up all these other flags (laughs) the people you served yikes no that's i don't get that i don't know yeah i mean i can appreciate like people supporting their president Mm -hmm. not my president Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but i mean that's a different podcast yeah um i can appreciate people like seeing the good of what trump has done apparently 
I'm not very educated on that, so I'm not going to go a bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, I can appreciate people appreciating law enforcement, mm-hmm. and I can, but I don't understand. Everyone's like, Confederate flag is heritage. It's not racism. Mm-hmm. I go, do you know what, what? the Confederate yeah. flag like? Yeah. The history behind that, not good. I, I think that the whole, like, police thing is kind of, I don't know. Like, I point of police is to like keep the people safe and for them to be like well blue lives matter too is like okay but like you're going out there putting your life on the line that's like your job so like if things happen to you that's always a risk me going out there shouldn't be anything happening to me like i shouldn't be afraid of the people who should make me safe i personally don't really like feel unsafe with the police but i'm very weary about like certain things i'm like okay there's bias here there's prejudice here this is red 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 idaho and so it's just like it's on the back of my mind but it's not like the first thing i think of you know when things happen Mm -hmm. because it's like okay like this is their job this is what they're supposed to do but also there's always that second thought that comes yeah i'm like "Mm -hmm." i think it's i'm just so ignorant like they don't they don't want to believe that there's like a problem and you can't you can't deny the numbers. You can't deny mm-hmm. the facts. Like, yeah. there's things going on, and you can't just turn a blind eye to it. Like, no, it's not happening. Because, yeah. like, well, it is. It is. Yeah, so, what no. do you want to do about it? There's definitely an issue. The judicial system, whack. I'm like, mm, <laughs> government, okay. whack. Yeah. Judicial, whack. <laughs> <laughs> the percentage of people out there versus, like, the percentage of people in jail is not. Like, there should be more black people in America for you know the ratio that there are in prisons which i'm like you can't deny that like there's yeah. definitely something going on I don't <laughs> what's know. going on here <laughs> i've never been to jail or prison but there's definitely something going on yeah i don't know i think obviously like in like more like inner city settings you know like chicago like new york city whatever like those big big cities like you're gonna see more of a problem there mm-hmm. but also there's some under the radar stuff going on you yeah know? no go to those out the country small rural towns True. i would not but I, I would not like that yeah there's definitely ignorance about like the injustice because i feel like only if you firsthand see that will it affect you like i had this family in my ward they were like super pro trump whatever but they had neighbors and they end up not being like citizens or residents but they were there on a visa so like they were super legal but like uh trump came in like a year later did that whole thing they didn't get their visa renewed so they had to be deported back like all their kids born here in america but the parents weren't so they were like can't do anything and these people were fighting for them so hard and like i don't think it hit them until that moment that they were like oh like i put this guy here and he did this like i had faith in him and this happened and like i had a fight with their daughter that was not not it i was like i'm never talking politics at your house ever Uh, again but yeah definitely when you see it is like when you notice it more mm -hmm. people our age are voting more there's still a bunch of people who are dumb and, like, will follow whatever their parents do. But I feel like people now, like, the voter age is shifting. The boomers are out of here. All these millennials are coming in. Gen Z sometimes. Gen Z. I don't know. But it should be good. I feel like yeah. this next election, Fingers crossed. health is good. But, yeah. But going to your first point... I I don't know. When I walk on campus, I never feel like 
hostile or like unfriendly towards people like i don't know i feel pretty okay i mean there shouldn't be a reason for me not to but yeah. there's definitely some people that i'm always like oh sketchy over there i'm keep walking those red hats those let me tell you hats. as a white girl i'm like i don't like those right <laughs> i'm like i my, you my roommate i'm like i don't feel comfortable for her and i also don't feel comfortable for myself knowing that you have views <clears throat> that i'm like uh, maybe not it mm-hmm. um yeah but at the same time like the MAGA hat has, like, bad connotation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Trump has said some unfriendly things towards a lot of minorities. That's true. And, but, like, and for me, I have to, I, like, see the hat, I'm like, oh, that's kind of not okay. But at the same time, like, what Trump means for, like, me could be something totally different to someone else. Like, just because they have the MAGA hat doesn't mean they're racist, but, like, also, it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I feel. <laughs> to, <Think> quote, <laughs> to quote Albright the other day, she says, I kind of want a country boy, but also I'm kind of afraid they're racist. Yeah, it so- <laughs> it's a thing, though. I worked retail, and, like, people, like, don't hand you things. I'm like, it's literally a hand. Put the change in my hand. Don't put it on the counter. I have to scrape it up. Seriously? Like a freaking- people do that. It's- I'm like, you're so dumb. Oh, look at it. Like, you don't catch is black. Is that for me? <laughs> yeah, you right? Don't catch black. I'm like, sorry, it's contagious. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Keeps you young, though. Yeah. True. <laughs> black, black don't crack. crack. <laughs> Man. But yeah. Well, like, I think, so we were talking earlier about, like, the, like, forum thing at mm-hmm. BYU Provo, <clears throat> and they had people sending in anonymous comments, questions, or whatever about racism on the BYU Provo campus. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the quotes or like the statements that came back were a little unsettling yeah very um and then people are like out here supporting the anonymous submissions they're like they're right there's not racism here blah 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 yada 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 and i'm like i think the fact that even the church has come out with like statements saying that like the current political climate and like things going on because of that um and just like different social things happening I think the fact that the church is speaking out for it and it's like, um, that's not okay. That's not what we stand for. But mm-hmm. people are still going around being like, this isn't a problem. Yeah. I go, do y'all believe in the prophet? <clears throat> IDK. Right? Like Mitt Romney went even against Trump and like impeaching him. And like a lot of, I love Romney. A lot of Mormons. Oh my gosh. I can't say that. We're like up in arms. They're like, we're supposed to support our tr- president. I'm like, no, you're supposed to have agency. Hello. Don't blindly Don't trust hurt. a man just cause he's. Republican, those good I got what even conservative oh values. Gosh. Shut up. <laughs> Think for yourself. This guy is not a good person. Maybe he's doing things politically that are like fine, but as a person with morals and ethics, I, I could never. Like, he could be the best president ever doing the most good things, but like, in the end, what, like, what are his motives? Like, it, he's doing all these good things, but like, are they gonna have? I don't know. Who? What if they suck in twenty years? I don't know. Hmm. Albright took philosophy and ethics, so she she's the, the professional <laughs> expert. I'm no like, Tina Shade. Morally, I'm obligated not to. <laughs> period. But yeah, I think when I was reading about the forum, I was yeah, I was not okay. There was a lot of like people like, why did you go if like half of the things were like, what about? 
um white history month how can we don't have white history <clears throat> oh month i go what do you mean the rest of the year Literally besides the rest of the february year. y'all have st patrick's day <laughs> that could be fun that's my birth month so i support it <laughs> but yeah i'm like the fact that you're saying that is why we need things like this like i feel like byu's culture is so different from byu's and like that's one of the reasons like all these Utah people stay in Utah with their little tiny circle. They've never seen a black person in their life. Like, all of a sudden, they're like, "What? There's black people and they have problems? Yeah, you guys are dumb." I don't know. Maybe that was a little harsh, but I feel very fortunate because my family, um, like my dad was like part Samoan, and then like my aunt married a black man, so I have like mixed cousins, and then like my other aunt married an Iranian, so I have those mixed cousins i'm like my other my aunt married a hispanic and so like i just have lots of mixed cousins and i'm like i feel very fortunate because like i've gone to talk to them about like their experiences and even though like they're only half or whatever they still experience some kind of prejudice Mm -hmm. and like you know that kind of stuff yeah i'm just like i feel like provo not 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 just provo but i feel like a lot of people aren't willing to like view different perspectives and to like learn Mm -hmm. like Andrew Hansen. She is a professor on BYU-Idaho campus. She teaches strategic communication and social change, and she's, like, quote-unquote founder of the Voice Advocacy Club on campus. She's awesome. If you can, take a class from her. But one of the things that she always says is, what does it cost you to err on the side of sensitivity? So whether or not, like, you're talking about a situation or you're just, like, surrounding yourself with things different from what you believe or, like, grew up with, like, what does that cost you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm definitely one to, like, I believe that if you, like, knowledge is power. Like, the more you learn, the more you'll be able to understand. And I think that's, like, the one thing that could probably help most of the situations, like, racism, sexism, all that stuff. <clears throat> just, like, see the other side, just or at least try to, because once you understand, like, you can put yourself in that position and, like, just know. And, like, there's never... Mm-hmm. Like, nothing ever goes wrong with learning more, you know? Yeah. Or you learn and you're like, okay, I know that. doesn't mean you have to change your ways or, like, your views, but yeah, definitely. I think right now, people, I don't know how to put this, but, like, people, when they communicate, they're more on, I'm going to show my side and stick to my beliefs rather than we're going to have a conversation where we both bring things to the table like they're always pushing their agenda on the other side which is like what the other person is trying to do so why not just like listen a little bit you know and yeah Yeah. i think that would help um it was like a few years ago i don't know what happened i think i like just saw something on twitter i get a lot of my like info and like perspectives from twitter because i follow a really wide range of people um you can't always trust everything you learn on the internet, but <clears throat> I think it like it does good to like yeah. open up, you know, my mind. Like, oh, this person said this. Like, how do I feel about that mm-hmm. personally? Um, but I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know too much about like the black perspective or like this perspective or that perspective. Like, whatever. So I went on Amazon and I bought a book. I'll have to go back and look at the title of it, but pretty much is about like Black America and how one story and it was like how a black judge was like not helping the fact that there's like mass incarceration of like african-americans in jail and i'm like wow that's kind of like interesting but someone like looked at me like what are you reading i think i was donating a plasma and i was like oh, i'm reading this book and they're like why 
And I was like, why oh not? God. You want me to sit here and read Junie B. Jones? <laughs> like, I already read that. <laughs> we already know her. <laughs> we already know her. I don't know this. But I'm like, why did you why y'all talk to me like that? I was like, don't first of all, don't look at me. I'm donating plasma. <laughs> Second of all, don't talk to me because you're ignorant, but whatever. And I also I was watching, or not watching, I was listening to this other podcast by Sophia Bush. I love her. She's from One Tree Hill. She's Brooke from One Tree Hill. No? Girl, you gotta educate yourself, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) But she's, like, a really big activist for, like, everything. She's, like, a really great student of life. Mm -hmm. I love her. But she was just talking about something on her podcast. Whatever, I forgot. Where was I going with this? This is what happens when you don't have notes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, when you said that, I don't know. I don't know what made me think of it, but the other day I was on Twitter as well. Love Lots it. of learning from Twitter. Twitter. And there was this thing about, I don't know, it's Black History Month, so everything on my Twitter feed is like Black History. Mm-hmm. But this girl was saying that, oh, um, she's being like, talk to or like not harassed that's like really harsh but like everyone was like oh you're gonna um follow this person because they're black or you're gonna support this person because they're black and at first I was like okay like it's good to know like your options and like know the different people before like being like oh this person's my favorite or this is where my money is going to or like this is who I'm gonna support but also on the other side of that it's like black people have been like on the wrong side of everything because they're black so why not support someone for that fact alone and like my mind I've been like what that's like I don't know maybe just me but like why not like who like someone who's like oh like you only support black artists and black creators and black like writers authors whatever but like why not like what if those people need you know, to see that light or, like, that fame for other purposes, but they're not simply because they're black, so why not support them simply because they're black? I mean, if they're a terrible person, kind of like Oprah Winfrey, she's kind of a terrible person, <laughs> but, like... Also, Wendy Williams, people Wendy do not Williams, like them. Those two are a bad duo. I didn't, I didn't know that. You don't want to tell me about that. Yeah. If Snoop Dogg doesn't like she, them, I don't like them. No. She's, she's against black people all the time. Came after Michael Jackson. Don't do that. Yeah, also, did... he's dead, so what's the purpose of... Exactly. Leave him alone. Let him Leave rest. him alone. <laughs> Wendy Williams came after Kiki Palmer. Ugh, not, like, in a, like, not, not, like, at her, but she's yeah. like, girl, you know you're, like, in a bad situation. Like, why'd you stay? And Kiki was like, excuse me, like, <laughs> first of all, I'm a professional. <laughs> Second of all, like, what would, what would happen if you were in that situation? She's like, I just simply would not have stayed. <laughs> I hate that. If I was about to get raped, I simply would not be raped. I'm like... It's hard. Okay, or like this and that. I'm like, y'all stupid. No. You would think that, like, like first there's white men, right? They have, like, the most privilege, the most power. And then it's the white woman. And then it's the black man because men have more power than women. And then, lastly, it's the black woman. So, like, what was she going to do? Hello? She's, like, probably fearing for her life or, like, thinking of other things before, hey, I'm in a bad situation. Gotta get out of here. Like that's any sane person, anyone who's not in that mm-hmm. situation's first she's like, thought. But she's like, I did get out of there after I hid in the closet for like however long ago. Yeah, the fact that she had, had to, you know, I'm like you do the best with what you have. Exactly. That's dumb. Um, I don't like Gail. 
Oprah didn't like Gail for a hot second there, too. Then she had cancer, and she was like, I miss my friend. You know, we call that a flip-flopper. Yep. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. So, like, when I bought that book about mass incarceration, is because um, Sophia Bush has this podcast, and she had Chelsea, ha- Chelsea Handler on her oh. podcast. Chelsea Handler um, used to be pretty ignorant and, like, whatever, lived in her own bubble. But she's, like, on this podcast, and she was talking about, like, her life experience and, like, how she got to where she's at now. And now she's, like, a really big advocate for, like, um, minorities and stuff like that and just, like, different things. And she was, like, I had to go and, like, check my white privilege. I go, people don't want to hear it, but they need to hear it. They hate to hear it. And she was, like, honestly, like, you have to check it and, like, you have to use your privilege and, like, to help the people Mm -hmm. that, like, can't help themselves because, like, not that they can't help themselves, but, like, society's working against them, like you were saying. And I was like, dang. So I went and bought that freaking book. I'm trying to educate myself. People trying to bring me down the plasma center. Mm -hmm. This is nothing against Griffles, by the way. (laughs) We support them. We love them. They pay us. We love it. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think white people hate to be called racist. And I'm like, maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe dig into that. I had a friend. She wasn't racist, but, like, she definitely had some ideas that I were like, I was like, mm, that doesn't sit well with me. And she's like, I'm not racist. Look, like, you're black and you're my friend. I'm like, that doesn't make you unracist. It makes you stupid. That's not <laughs> No. But I'm like, that's not how she didn't it works. Mean it. She you didn't. can't have one black friend and just not be racist. Check yourself. Also, check your friends. Don't let them walk out goofy like that. Mm-hmm. No. But you know what? It doesn't help when all your friends are the same exact way as you. Yeah, for you sure. You're just walking around in a bubble of ignorance. No. And you can also not be racist and still not be, you know, helping. Like, mm-hmm. if you see something, if you're being complacent say something. and you're being a bystander. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. You're not pushing anything forward. You're just exactly. keeping it all the same. Which, if you're angry about the way things are, like, wouldn't you want to see change don't just sit there mad and not do anything mm-hmm. that's my that's my one pet peeve my only well okay not my only but like my biggest pet peeve. yeah i know i'm like with like i know it's been kind of hard not like hard for me but it's frustrating for me because here i am i'm trying to better myself and the only thing you can control in life is what you allow yourself to learn mm-hmm. and like how you help yourself become better and so i'm trying you know to be better to be more helpful to like do whatever i can and when I bring things up to my friends, um, I'm not going to name names, you know who though, and they're like, I just don't agree. I go, well, why? And they're not willing to have a conversation about it. I was like, the only way we no, can like yeah. learn and like <clears throat> see things from different perspectives is by talking about it. And people, and that's the point to, of this podcast. People hate to be uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. You know how so many times in my life, so many days, so many hours, so many minutes do I spend uncomfortable with like the things that happen? And like, like just the other day with that whole rapping thing. Can you can you explain so a little? Can you explain a little bit? So I was at my apartment, just minding my business, talking to my roommates. One of them facetimes a family member, and he starts rapping, and he says the n word, not hard r, but like still shouldn't be saying that. Nothing happened. Like we all just sat there in silence. He muted his facetime, was just like on the other end, embarrassed, like. And in the moment, I was, like, typing on my computer, like, this is awkward. I'm going to pretend like I'm not here. Like, I was, like, I'm uncomfortable, hee-hee. And, like, nothing happened. But, like, I woke up the next morning, and I was, like, I'm kind of not okay with that. Because, like, 
that just all happened and like no one said anything no one like like i don't know i was just like uncomfortable and like he the guy came to our apartment and i was like gotta go they act like nothing is wrong either that's the thing you just said that in front of me hello as a black person i'm uncomfortable I don't think anyone should be saying that word, let alone a white man's. But Pretty that's much. an uncomfortable conversation to it, have yeah. with someone you've never talked to. That part, though. Like, and I'm like, Rumi, you, you should have been like, mm. <clears throat> Probably shouldn't have said that, but whatever. Yeah. I was watching um, Red Table Talk on Facebook. Have you ever watched it before? Um, Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. So it's like Jada, it's Red Table Talk is a Facebook segment created by Jada Pinkett Smith. We oh, love her. Blanket. Oh, pink it. I don't pink know. it. Go with it. We'll Go check with it later. It. Um, Willow Smith and their mom, Grant Gammy. I don't know her name, so we'll call her Gammy. Whatever. But there was one time they had like a panel of women on it with them, and it was like um, a majority like black women, but then they had like a Hispanic woman and then like a white woman. And the white woman is like an advocate. She's like, I checked my white privilege years ago. She's like, so I've been advocating on behalf of minorities. Blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, that's great. And then like the Hispanic woman's like. You wouldn't know this, but a lot of Hispanics are super conservative and like prejudiced and racist to other races. Towards black people, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And like one of the black women was like, it's not my job to tell you, um, or like to teach you kind of like what you should do or like this and that. Like you need to go out and learn for yourself and like you need to like learn what the experience is for us and. I was like, I can I can understand that. Like, mm-hmm. I went out and bought my book on mass incarceration. That was me trying to go out and like learn. But also, there's a little bit of both. Yeah, you know? I'm like, um, I would appreciate it if you were like, hey, I didn't like when you did that. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh wait, why? And we could talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no. Or if for like sure. there's something going on in the community, I'm like, why is it such a big deal? And like you can tell me from your experiences and perspectives because that gives me a more like realistic First thing to hold yeah. on to and be like, okay, I can see why that's so upsetting. Yeah, no, I think. I think it's half and half. Like, it shouldn't be my sole responsibility mm-hmm. to, you know, go out there and teach people because that's yeah. just exhausting. But, like, it should also be other people's op- responsibility to, like, be willing to, you know, be taught and be patient and not take the- everything that's said to them, like, so to heart. Like, just because I clock you for something doesn't mean I'm like, oh, you're a terrible person, blah, 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 don't do that. Like, no. Just, like, learn from it. Like, mm-hmm. It's just constructive criticism. Maybe you don't rap and say those things. I don't know. If Kylie Jenner can do it on Snapchat, if she can refrain from using the N-word, <laughs> you can do it. She also had a child with a black man, and she still doesn't say the N-word. So yep. just because you have associations that with part. African-Americans doesn't mean you have... Thanks. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Our roommates... Sweet, sweet boyfriend. He's a very nice man. Great guy. He was telling us about an experience that he had in high school. He grew up in, or he went to high school, like, in a Carolina. On the East Coast, One yeah. of the Carolinas. And he was like, I'm going to tell you, Albright, I was the only white guy on a whole team of black guys. And Albright's like, okay. I thought he was going to start preaching I, me about minorities. I'm like, I bruv. sat there. I was like, I don't know where this is going, going. And I'm nervous. Nervous. <laughs> and he's like... I'm going to tell you, they gave me, what did he say? He well, how do you put it? The N-word card. Gave me the black pass. And I'm like, what? I was like, I literally, <laughs> I busted up laughing and I don't, 
I hope I didn't offend him. But also, I was like, dude, that's not that's, a thing. That's not what I thought he was going to say either. And then he was like, did I move to SoCal? And I'm like, let me tell you, you better not ever be Mm-mm. saying that word in Northern or Southern California. I'm trying to get jumped. Northern California, I hear it because I'm from like a smaller town. Um, the ghetto. Da, 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 da. <laughs> also kind of the ghetto. But like, it's like half ghetto, yeah. half rural. It's kind of weird. I don't know. It's also not that ghetto. Mm-hmm. There's like white suburbia there too. Very diverse. We love it. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he was like, I moved to SoCal and I, what did he say? He was like, I had a black friends and they would say it and he, was, he clocked some black kid and he said he wasn't black enough. I'm I like, go, you're not allowed to do that. I'm like, you a white man are telling this you him? You have the caucasity. Oh, the caucasity. I love that. I love that term. That, that was caucasity. I yeah. was whiplash. I was like, where's the story going? <laughs> I was like, how come I am sitting here? I'm like, dude, that's not okay. I'm like. Sis was just, she was. Sis was she like looking at him like, she was like, are you dumb? Also, Stop talking. That part, I'd be like, don't ever speak in front of my roommates ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't listen to this because I don't need it. No, we love him. He's nice. All these people well, are yeah, great people. They're great people. It's just unfortunate what There's happens. There's just some. Um, um, places to work on, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, for sure everyone's got them. I don't, but I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. No. That was a joke. I'm sorry, that wasn't... You're pretty good. That wasn't funny. I'm gonna tell you, I used to be one of these people, though. Oh, I really? Back in the day, because I don't want to use... I don't want to use the excuse it was a different time, but... I, I, mean, really I think I'm that, going though. to a little bit. And also, no. I didn't grow up in a school system where there was a lot of black kids. Like, mm-hmm. I seriously had two black friends. That's crazy. In high school, I feel like out of nowhere, like, my junior year, a huge black group of kids. Like, there's, like, a bigger crowd of them. And I was like, whatever. Like, I don't know where they came from, though. Like, <laughs> apparently they grew up here. I was like, I never I've seen never these seen people. Like, people. I don't know this man. If I saw this man on the street, I wouldn't know this man. <laughs> Sorry to this man. But I was like... Where did they come from? And then people are like, oh, they went to, like, so-and-so school. I'm like, well, I didn't go to that school. But also, in middle school, I started playing sports against other teams. And I'm like, I've never seen these kids before, not in the stands, not on teams. I haven't seen them on field trips. I'm like, I'm convinced they came out of nowhere. I don't know. God placed them down. put them there. It's a government conspiracy. Stop it. They're like birds. Birds are, are not real. Birds are not real. There was, like, a handful of black kids in my, like... In junior high, there was, like, me and three other girls. And, like, let me tell you something that made me mad. I think about this sometimes when I think about junior high. There was me, Sincere, Destiny, and it doesn't matter. But four of us, black girls. None of us, friends. Like, we had groups, and there was, like, mixed kids. There was friends with them, whatever. But, like, all my friends were white. They, like... What's it called? They're, like, from another town, but, like, they transferred to our school because my high school, or, yeah, my school district was, like, the highest, like, the one of the better ones in the area. So, like, we got a lot of people coming in from, like, the small towns and then from the town next door. And they all came from there, Waterloo. They call it Little Chicago. I don't know if that's <laughs> true or not, but I don't know. But there's a huge black community there, but there's not one in my town. So, like, they all were friends and, like, whatever. And I was like, it's fine. I live here in Cedar Falls, a white neighborhood, <laughs> suburban. I don't know. But this, these people could not get us straight. I'm like, I go to the office. They'd be like, here you go. I'm like, my name is not Destiny. I'm like, I am Albright Legalia. We don't even look alike. Oh, Alima, that was her name. She's my favorite. 
Yeah, I can say that. <laughs> she follows me on Twitter. Great stuff. Anyway, but yeah, unlike we don't look alike. One girl's like two feet taller than me. The other girl's like sixty pounds heavier. I'm like I was thin back then, so remember we that. were snatched. <laughs> but I was like, this is crazy. It happens so often, and like the lady with the blue eyeshadow that went all the way up to her eyebrows would be like, oh, hee hee, sorry, my bad. I'm like, no, we this is the fourth time. It. I went to school there for three years. I stayed forgetting who I was. Seriously, I'm like, you think with five black girls in this school, you'd be able to just differentiate each other? No. Man, let me tell you, about there was like five Dumb. white girls with blonde hair, huh? I graduated Tiny little with blonde girl. three Catherines, three Katies. <laughs> I'm like, you're telling me you didn't get one Katie mixed up, but you're out here getting four black girls. With okay. all very different names, too. <laughs> right. No, it's... I, I still don't That's understand weird. how that could... I don't know. I'm like, y'all really Man. didn't get a chance. I won something once, though. It was an well, there you go. Did it make up for everything no. they ever did? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she They're goes, like, all's forgiven. I want a flat screen. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we remember. No, I got a free t-shirt. Oh, why? That's not worth it. And then they said my name in front of the school assembly. It was whatever. You're just known. I really didn't... That year was, like, so weird for me because I used to cater to other people so much. Like, I had changed myself so much just to, like, make other people comfortable. And then, like, when I got into high school, like, ninth grade hit that summer, I was like, no, F this. I'm like, I'm going to be me. And whoever doesn't like that can just leave. Did they leave? The greatest time of my life. Dang. Yeah, look at me. You're, you're thriving. I am. Out here in Rexburg, Idaho. Idaho. Hey. Idaho. We like it out here. Sexy Rexy. Kind, kind of. Kind of. I hate when people ask me that. Like, oh, it's working. And I'm like, it kind of sucks, but like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm gra- I'm graduating. You'll graduate eventually. About a Maybe. year or so. Hopefully. If I'm, if I'm lucky. Hopefully. You want to talk about? Yeah. You want to talk about cultural appropriation? Cultural appropriation. <laughs> it's a real and it's a thing. Through that freaking. I'm sick and tired of people saying. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you the fact that black girls can't have braids. Black girls can't have blonde hair. White people don't own b- blonde hair. I own blonde hair. All bright. Do I'm you? <laughs> I'm like I have I have taught too many people what cultural appropriation is. And I'm like, this needs to be wider known. It needs to be understood. My aunt, my dear, dear aunt, love her dearly. The homegirl went and got dreads. And I said, why would you do that? They don't stay unless it's like... Well, okay, so my aunt has super, super, super curly hair. And it's really hard for her to brush through and stuff like that. So she's like, it's just easier if I just put them in the dreads. She's like, whatever. Mm. And she's like kind of hippie. So she's all for it. And I'm like, I understand your struggle. I'm going to tell you right now. Please take them out. <laughs> and then I was telling my friend Shelly about it. And Shelly's like, did you tell her? I go, Shelly, I did. I did tell her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cultural appropriation, Chandra. And yeah, I teach our roommate about it. I taught both. I taught Brittany too. Really? Brittany would use it in the wrong context. I'm like, I appreciate you trying, <laughs> but trying. you need to know. The effort was there. How to t- teach Kyle. <clears throat> Kyle still barely gets it. I- don't understand why i think kyle doesn't want to believe that it's a thing you know what i mean what's he doing that's i explained it to him one time though and he was like that made so much sense he's like i understand now but now he comes to me like i am all knowing Mm -hmm. and i can tell you what is and isn't cultural appropriation i said i don't know everything but (laughs) 
I know enough, and like you can make educated guesses on. Yeah, no, for sure. I like cost. Like, there's a difference between respecting and mocking. Like, mm-hmm. if you're dressing up as a costume on a Halloween one day, that's a hundred percent mocking. Mm-hmm. There's well, I I listened to this podcast and it was like culture appropriation is either mocking, um, mimicking, or minimizing. So like Ooh. we'll take braids for example um you see there's always like if there's a white character with braids she's always like ghetto like Mm -hmm. very like you know yeah and then um so and then there's mimicking which like we see with like celebrities kardashians like okay they can wear it they can wear braids on the red carpet and they're like oh it's so elegant they're boxer braids yada 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 but then, like, a kid wears it to school and it's like, oh, that's unprofessional. Or, like, they don't get jobs for it or they can't graduate. Like, that. Mm-hmm. there's that kid recently who, like, was yeah. told he had to cut his dreads mm-hmm. or else he couldn't graduate, which is, like, Do you understand? Because I don't understand. Yeah. And then um, there's minimizing, which is, like, oh, just don't talk about it. Like, braids, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like, that one's... Minimizing is harder for that one. Probably more just like a on the DL, don't talk about it type thing. But mm-hmm. it's never good, yeah. you know. And then it always gets brought up that girl who wore the Chinese dress or Japanese dress. It was like the, it was almost like a kimono kind of looking. Yeah, which is like still, you know, she wore it, but like her being who she was, she didn't get backlash from it. Everyone was supporting yeah. her, even though like. That she got like a thing from embassy that was like, oh, thank you for celebrating our culture. Probably shouldn't have. Been, I don't know. In my opinion, she probably shouldn't have done it because mm-hmm. I don't think there would ever been backlash from, you know, any white community. They just like, oh, she thinks it's a pretty dress. But like for her, it's a pretty dress. But for someone of that culture, it's like heritage. Mm-hmm. It's like years of tradition. Like so much respect, so much time put into like designing all those things like it just means something different than like one night spend with your boyfriend and friends like take it off after however many hours and just like put it away you know like for some people it's more than just like one night of a pretty dress yeah i I feel a lot about cultural appropriation i'm like maybe just don't do that i'm real sensitive uh yeah just don't do it (laughs) if you have to think twice about it probably don't do it yeah um back home we have the Sikh festival um which I should probably know more about it, but I don't. Is but anyways, like there's like, a, it's like, it's like a religion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, East Indians and stuff. And they have this huge parade that always goes around our stake center and it goes down to the Sikh temple and they do like celebrations throughout the week, but then they have like the parade on a certain day. It's always on a Sunday. We always leave church early. We always go walk the parade, like the entire church, like everyone goes. It's so cool. And I'm like, I kind of like that. that. I was like, hey. Um, But, oh, lots of people wear, like, like, um, the saris and, like, different suits and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, so, like, at the Sikh festival, people, like, everyone just up, like, in suits and saris and stuff. And for a second, I was like, that's kind of a cultural preparation. But it's not because, like, we're, like, celebrating celebrating with with them. them. Yeah. And they really appreciate it when people do it. And, like, we go down to the temple and they do, like... They serve food to everyone. They, like, sell things. But a lot of it's free. It's just, like, a really mm-hmm. great, like, event. And, like, it helps you, like, appreciate the culture mm-hmm. a lot more. You're not profiting from it either. Exactly. It's not like, oh, they're getting the fame and it's taking away from, you know, the culture. Yeah. 
I just yeah. That's the one thing I'm like, as well as if you can appreciate it and respect it in a way that like other people don't feel like oh like they're trying to steal from my thing, Mm -hmm. then I feel like it's totally fine. But like, if you do something or wear something or say something that a person of that culture could potentially get backlash from, that's like you using your privilege to like have ownership of that thing which mm-hmm. is like it's not yours exactly that's well. just my view on it i wish some people like, would sit down and talk about it but i really yeah. feel like i could teach these men some things yeah that's a conversation they're not willing to know it's true it's okay. and it's hard to have it with people who don't who aren't ready to have it or like yeah. don't y'all ain't ready for that conversation y'all ain't, <laughs> y'all aren't ready to sit down and just talk it out but yeah, I think it should be more of a thing to talk about in, like, classrooms here mm-hmm. on I've campus. Had a, I've had a, some... I've never had a professor that dealt with, like, something like that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, every professor I've had has been pretty good about, like, keeping things the way that they should be yeah. and not, like, bashing any other mm-hmm. side. Like, we talked about Black Lives Matter once, and I was like, this is kind of an okay situation. And then, like... I have this one professor, Newswander. He's, like, really good about pushing back on our ideas, which, like, helps us grow. Mm-hmm. But we had one conversation about um, cultural appropriation, and this one guy would not stop. And he's, like, he's like, no, like, I'm not going to push back on this. And he, like, sat down and, like, said everything. And I was like, oh, look at this guy. He's doing Dang. his job, like, teaching these people. Because yeah. he was, like he wasn't budging he's like i just don't get why this 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 and he's like no like think about it if you were this person and this was happening to you like how would you feel knowing that this person was gaining from it and you weren't and he's just like you see you got a point there oh there we go open the minds here at byu so i think the professors are good at that i've never had one that was like oh no don't say that or yeah i think also like your class like Albright is po- political science, public administration, and policy like that. Yeah. I think your classes that you take more range for you to t- talk about that kind of mm-hmm. stuff because, like, you take like m- ethics and yeah. that kind of stuff. I I'm a communications major and I took interpersonal practice and theory and like video production. So like <laughs> we don't talk about that kind of stuff very Which often. Which is crazy because like but. you'll you're gonna have to deal with different types of people exactly. and like. Especially for you, you're going to have to know how to communicate with different types mm-hmm. of people. And, like, they teach that in political science, but I think they should teach that, like, in all of Exactly. Them. I think, like, obviously, like, every career and, like, major and stuff like that can benefit from it. Because, like, so I'm not, like, a video production major, but, like, it's, like, a module of mine. And I think about, like, we had to do casting for, like, the short filmmaking. And I'm like, well, what if someone was doing something kind of, like, racist or, like, prejudiced, like, in like the casting process or like even like at the oscars and stuff like mm-hmm. people are really upset that parasite was taking a lot of oscars home and if it's like, a good movie it's good the movie. the director producer brother's not even american they're not even from here i'm like those weren't th- no one said those i go rules. so <laughs> who's gonna talk about this on twitter i'm like y'all are like <laughs> so i was like yeah but i'm like i don't know maybe BYU Idaho administration. Maybe you can finesse that or something. Maybe. I don't Jeez, know. Figure something out. Classes I'll talk to Andrew about it. <laughs> She'll like, get it going. Make a program. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Cool. All right. 
thank you, Albright, for joining me today on Let's Start Talking Podcast, (laughs) you guys. All right, everybody, that's all we've got for you guys today. Thank you for joining us on the Let's Start Talking podcast, where the hard conversations become a little bit easier. If you guys want to access more episodes, you can head on over to letstarttalking.com. That's all lowercase, in case you're wondering. And we really enjoyed having you guys here. Thank you to our guests for joining us, and we'll see you guys next time.